0: How's about we write some more stories? How's about we tell some more
1: tales?
0: Gather round the fire, maybe read for just a while And we'll listen to the stories unveiled Oh, we'll see if we succeeded writing stories No one needed from suggestions that you shared
1: Hello, and welcome back to the campfire. My name is Colby McHugh, and this is the S'more Stories podcast, where we are journeying together on a probably never-ending quest to figure out how to tell a great story. And sometimes we even tell stories ourselves. And, and for this very, very special episode, we have an incredible guest, somebody whose work you know quite well, listener. <laughs> somebody whose work you've seen, Countless times, maybe even if, as you look at your phone right now, or your laptop, you're probably not listening on your laptop, I don't know, look at your phone, look at that uh, S'more Stories artwork, the logo, isn't it great? <laughs> Doesn't it just look so nice? And welcoming, that, dear listener, is done by this episode's guest, Brittany Weiland.
0: Hi, I'm blushing, oh my god. I didn't expect that Oh, wait.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you. At the right time. Thank there you we so go. Much. You've earned that.
0: <laughs> I appreciate it. That was a very, very nice introduction. That was really sweet. Wow. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. This is super exciting.
0: Yes, I'm really happy to be here. I feel a little anxious, but very excited.
1: That's okay. Anxiety is okay. We welcome anxiety on this podcast because sometimes that uh, breeds anxiety <laughs> and creativity.
0: Yes. True.
1: Creativity uh, comes out of that. And we will get... To how that worked for us <laughs> later on in this we'll episode. Talk more
0: about our anxiety, stay which soon, is very exciting. Tuned. Oh,
1: we're listen that pops up every episode. Go to therapy. I don't have to say it to you. You're the one who convinced me to go to therapy. We haven't even mentioned this. We live together. <laughs> we are together <laughs> as a couple, a power couple. We live couple. together. We, we're roommates. <laughs> we we need to also acknowledge uh, our live studio audience right now of our two cats eating loudly. Yeah. So if you hear crunching sound in the background. Just know, it's them applauding for us and sure. really being excited about the performance that we're giving them.
0: <laughs> Love that for us.
1: So as we uh, sit here in our uh, our kitchen, the studio, <laughs> around the metaphorical campfire, I'm excited to to talk about your skills as an artist because you have a, a unique array of of unique skills that perfectly go with everything that i love (laughs) and you are such a great person obviously that goes that goes without saying but i'm gonna say it anyway um but let's let's go through it so you're a photographer first of all yes that's what was one of the first things that i knew about you when we started dating which was really really exciting i think photography is super cool i'm terrible at it
0: (laughs) that's not true actually you've taken you've taken you've Taken pl- plenty of pictures of me, and they all look very sweet. I've
1: learned from the best, <laughs> being you. Um, you are a great illustrator, a great designer, uh, and as as I say this, we are looking at the table before us at two copies of something that we created together, yeah. called Mishmash.
0: Mishmash,
1: uh, which is super exciting. It's our zine. We will talk more about that later. <laughs> I promise. Yes, you're I promise te-
0: you're giving all the spoilies. I
1: know, and I, and I promise this episode is not just one big commercial where <laughs> we, where we want you to just you know buy something. But yes, it would be pretty cool if you bought it. We'll get to it. Yes, <laughs> but I, I want to talk about kind of your where a lot of that uh, the background of a lot of those skill those skills came from because I know, but for the listener maybe they don't know uh, your background and and where that uh, the passion for those things came from. Yeah,
0: wow. Um,
1: so let's start with photography specifically, because okay. you, you have an interesting story with that.
0: Yes, so my mom was a, you know, DIY photographer. She just took pictures of my brother. He was a football player, um, so there were a lot of sports photos being taken, and I just watched her take pictures. I played around with the camera and had a good time, and yeah, just kind of did that, and then in middle school my eighth grade year mr gillespie that was his name
1: shout out shout out he's a listener
0: um osborne middle school um he asked if i wanted to be on the yearbook staff i was in his art class and he asked if i wanted to be on the yearbook staff and i was like hell yeah like this is incredible um so did that and then continued on with that until i didn't do it my freshman year of high school because i was it was a rough time. Um, but I did pick back up on yearbook staff my sophomore through senior year. And I was an editor my senior year.
1: Hell yeah. And you, if I remember correctly, were like a mainly a sports photographer, like an action.
0: Yes. I was usually <laughs> – that. I wanted to do all the cool stuff yeah. that everybody cared about. So like the Friday Night Football games, um, the student section. You know, my best friend in high school was a swimmer, so I went to a lot of the swim meets.
1: Um, I can't imagine there's – in a swim meet – there's not a lot of good photo ops. Light, <laughs> that doesn't seem like a very good one. The lighting
0: one. is absolutely horrendous. It's I not football, that
1: it's not basketball, it's not baseball. And also
0: the like the imagery of like the strokes and stuff. <laughs> it never Everybody looks cool. Looks ridiculous. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um but it was still I'm fun. I'm sure you made it work though. Yeah, it was still fun.
0: Um, but yeah, so that's kind of what I did, a bit of everything.
1: And then using Yearbook as a, as kind of a, a leverage point as well, because not only did you do photography, but you also did a lot of design yes. and like page layouts, uh, specifically, which is, as I know, one of your favorite things to do, yes. <laughs> like you love doing that stuff. And so how did, did you realize it in your book that you, that that was something that you were into?
0: It was actually before then. Oh wait, My- scrapbooking. Yes. How did you know? Yes. <laughs> Good
1: job. Oh, five God. years, baby.
0: <laughs> yes. So before yearbook, it was scrapbooking with my mom. My mom was a scrapbooker. And again, this all comes back to football, which is just bizarre to me. I guess that maybe helps explain my absolute love for football. Of course. But um, my mom was the team mom for football. And so what that meant was all of the moms would come together and make like a yearly scrapbook. So they would all put their pictures together. <clears throat> Sorry. All put their pictures together you know, all the photos they've taken and then make all these layouts. And it was just so fun. And did now, you help her with them? Yes. And now that I'm thinking about it, this was almost like a zine because I, my mom still has them. They're like little spiral notebooks of like 30 to 40 pages mm-hmm. and like different spreads of different games and things that happen throughout the year.
1: Um, like photocopied.
0: Yes. Photocopied cool. from like, uh, Kinko's yeah. at the time and then just made multiples of them. Um, that's
1: basically as like a suburban zine Yeah, <laughs> right uh, there. Wow. That That's awesome.
0: Great. I, holy moly. I, that just opened up a whole other little pocket of my brain. There you um, go. That's
1: what we do on S'more Stories. We unlock hidden pockets of your brain, but not in a traumatic type of way. No, in a, in a fun, way. nostalgic kind of way.
0: Yeah, that makes me feel good. I'm going to have to text my mom after this and ask her to bust those out because I'm going to have to show you. I those.
1: do want to see them. You have She has pulled out the scrapbooks yes. at various points oh, yes. in, in our time together. Love the uh, And they're awesome. That was not something that my family ever did. Uh, my mom... Uh, is not a very artistic person she's yeah. a she's a an outdoorsy person yeah, she loves she's gardening the doing the sports yes she she would throw uh, baseball with me she'd shoot hoops with me but not necessarily a person who loves art and so i think that's cool like scrapbooking it seems like such an interesting hobby yeah uh, and something that you, you could definitely pick up still which,
0: yeah oh for sure i mean I think it's kind of made a resurgence mm-hmm. is that a word um on tiktok honestly interesting yeah so, like in what ways? Like those, you know, like those um, bird's eye view shots of like people putting things together. Yeah. Um. So like they'd make their scrapbook page in like a fast pace, whatever. Um, and it looks
1: very satisfying, yeah. I'm sure, to as watch. As you can
0: tell, I'm saying a lot about my TikTok feed right now. It's hey, a lot about who I was as a person. That's okay. Scrapbooking videos. Okay. Scrap talk. Me. Scrap talk. Yes, that's probably a thing. I don't know. I'll let you know. It's going to come up. My phone's listening to us right now. Um, but yeah, so scrapbooking definitely played a part into it. And that led to the yearbook stuff. Yeah. yeah typography was a big one for me in high school. I remember um, but within yearbook staff, Yeah, we did stuff. But I was also at home on MySpace and then fa- uh, no Tumblr. Doing all of the, like, designs and creating stuff. Was that
1: when you could – when it was, like, HTML and you could, like, design your own page, kind of? I didn't have a MySpace, I should say. I was not cool enough to have a MySpace. And so I've learned – uh, it, now, basically, no, yeah. how it was, how, they, how they operate. <laughs> it was
0: insane. Like, HTML, you could edit MySpace layouts. I remember Sunshine Layouts was where I went to go get all my layouts. <laughs> and she had it with two E's. And they had... That's where I, like, fell in love with all these corny-ass fonts. I um, would just design stuff for fun. Yeah. And I had the Jonas Brothers um, fan page that we made and, like, all sorts of stuff. So I was designing all sorts of things. And then that eventually evolved. What
1: was and what is your favorite font? <clears throat> Unless it's the same.
0: I should have come prepared with an answer I, I didn't know, know this was gonna, gonna come this. up
1: so we just we just improvise you know yeah, this, this is, is true. Just, you know um my chatting.
0: favorite font back in the day was for sure king cool i think is what it was called Ooh. and i want you to see what it looks like yeah, I'll so google it right now. yeah let me also google and make sure it's the right one because it says a lot oh god yep that's How do you spell it. it king k-i-n-g cool c-o-o-l this looks like high school, Brittany. <clears throat> for sure. I can see this. Totally. Um, and honestly, nowadays, I can't really say what my favorite font is. Because, Windings. <laughs> yes. But no, I think for me now, like I like to just hand letter stuff. So I um, like to just draw and doodle my own letters. Sometimes I'll use fonts as like a starter point to get me somewhere. Like, um, but I usually turn it into something else. So I'll get back to you on that answer. I don't know. I w- I'd be the basic bitch and say Helvetica.
1: Another good example. Look at your phone. Look at the Smore Stories artwork. Oh yeah. All uh, of that all of that lettering done by hand. Bubbly. Which is awesome. You you, you love a good bubble letter.
0: I love a good bubble letter. Which we sure. all do.
1: They're, it's great. It's so satisfying.
0: Anything that's like cheerful and playful is kind of what I'm into right now.
1: Yeah. And, and which also I, did you do much illustration work for the yearbook because you are also a great illustrator and, you know, of of using colors. You you have a big passion for specific colors and color yeah. palettes. So, I've always been curious cuz We've talked about colors. I love colors in comic books. I've talked about that multiple times on this podcast. Like, but I don't know the theory behind anything. I just think stuff looks cool. And so I'm curious when you are putting together uh, a color palette for something, which you do for every project that we do together, (laughs) like, which I love because it gives you a good visual example of, you know, what you're working on, whether it's a, a S'more Stories thing or a Kill Collins thing or anything. And so I'm curious, what do you think about when you're putting together a palette for a specific project
0: that's a great question um it depends on what i'm working on but usually i'll go based off of like a season or a mood or um like i think temperature and weather i relate a lot of things to like nature Mm -hmm. and so like i'll think of like when i think of kill collins i think a color palette i think of like kind of like a dreary rainy day in like uh portland oregon sure and when i think of that i think of like reds dark grays, blacks, but then I also think of like browns and oranges. I think my vision just kind of like puts stuff into color in my brain. Mm. I've never thought about this actually. Um,
1: wow. We're uncovering it. <laughs> no, great job. Again, in a good way.
0: <laughs> yes. And like with Mishmash, Mish, I really did that one too, didn't I? Mishmash, I was thinking of like fun and cheerful. And with that, I think of like sunshine and summertime. And so that's just kind of, yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I, it's, I, I love that you have a variety of things that you're into. And it's exciting because you're always trying new stuff as well. You've dabbled in watercolor <laughs> as well. And um, I think if you if you look at uh, either my Instagram feed or at some point, maybe you posted as well, like my old podcast, Cellar Dwellers, you did an incredible uh, watercolor piece for that. It was like a spooky forest. Yeah. and It was so cool. And so I love that you are just constantly trying stuff. Is there something that you're interested in getting into next at some point in in, a, in an artistic way whether it's yes. like knitting or like <laughs> it can truly be anything because you can really create anything you have in DD terms you have a high dexterity oh hell yeah
0: um i definitely have something that's been on my mind that i want to try but with i definitely love being able to do all these different things and i also hate it because it's like oh let me go spend a bunch of money on a new hobby that i'm going to be over <laughs> in the next two months and then on to the next one and then i'll loop back around again and i'll get into it again but um i don't know the name for it but like the printing um where people like carve out their own stamps oh yeah and then um uh, like use the speedball ink i think is what it's called to like lay it on and press it mm-hmm. um, it's some sort of press yeah it's like some sort of ink pressing mm-hmm. or uh, like lithography
1: it might be i think you might be right i think it might be lithography
0: something along those lines i'm not an art student okay i wish i was we're, broke, we're both amateur art students. Yeah, broke, broke kid probs. <laughs> yes. Um, we're still broke, but we're not art kids. Art yeah. students, at least. No. Um, it's something like that. That's something I've been wanting to get into just because I think it would be so rewarding. Yeah. Um, to, like, carve something out and then see what it creates. It would just be incredible.
1: Let's find it. Let's do it.
0: Yeah, we can definitely make that
1: happen. That'll be a fun date night.
0: Yeah, that is a good date night. That would also be a good um, future Mishmash, uh, like, cover or back
1: Ooh, or something. that is a good point. That is... L- let's...
0: Let's marinate on that. Let's
1: let's marinate on that. Let's let's talk about. So recently, uh, if you followed either of us on social media, or I think I might have mentioned it in my last episode with Evan Bivens, but uh, we started something very cool to us uh, very recently. It's a creative press. Yeah, we're calling it Uneven Cartoon Press, um, and I think it's it's a good idea for us to talk about it because not everybody necessarily knows how to like put out their own creative work. Maybe they're interested, maybe they're an artist, maybe they're a writer and the idea of publishing something of their own is very intimidating. And I say that because that's how it felt for us (laughs) for a long time uh, in the process of kind of brainstorming all of this. And so I think it might be helpful for for somebody listening that might be interested in that to kind of know our process and know why we wanted to do something like this. Um, And so I think the easiest way to start is why did we come up with the name on Uh, even cartoon uh, press?
0: love this question do you want to answer no i want
1: you to answer it because i know you know the answer i do (laughs) and only us it's only us too so
0: incredible um okay so uneven cartoon press the name came from several years several years ago we've been sitting on this name for a hot second several years ago we moved in together um, in the middle of the pandemic in the middle of the pandemic after a few years of dating and um moved in together got our internet hooked up and they set up the username and password for us the username was like netgear or whatever but the password was uneven cartoon 611 exclamation point. And there was just something about the name uneven cartoon we where like this is a sick name. Like this is really cool. And of course, Colby's super into comics and it was just like it just felt very um, like this was supposed to be happening. It just felt like it was meant to be. I don't know. I think that sounds corny now, but whatever.
1: No, I think you're right. I think that when we first saw that as like just the given yeah. random two words thrown together, it was like, oh, this is like. This is kind of Steady. cool because i I loved cartoons growing up. I still love animation as a medium, and so I was always like, that's a cool that's a cool two words like yeah. oh, we'll keep that in the back of our minds. We had no idea when we moved in <laughs> together that we would be publishing stuff together and starting a press and having all that. and so when we let's let's start with kill Collins. obviously yeah. that was I did a whole episode on Kill Collins. Go listen to it. it's great. But you did all of the design work for the book. It looks incredible. If you, if you own the book, thank you first of all. Yes. Uh, second of all, it looks great. I know you know that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, once we did that together, that was kind of like, oh,
0: we can do this. We can do
1: stuff. Like we can just put stuff out there.
0: Yeah, that's uh, really cool.
1: And then that felt so cool and and freeing to like just have a have something out there that we both did together. And it looks cool. It's like it's in a a cool shop, like Criminal Records. Go support Criminal Records comics. They got great stuff. Mishmash is also there. Um, Again, not a commercial. This is not a commercial. (laughs) Mm. It might be a commercial. Um, But once we once we did kill Collins, and we felt so proud of it, uh, we immediately were kind of like, Well, what can we do next? Like we've we've already done a book. Like that feels amazing. What else can we do to? to kind of just try stuff and further our creativity and kind of challenge ourselves as well. And so we, we both kind of agreed that like mini comics and zines were a viable like option to try. We have yeah. friends that have made some, we've made some cool connections uh, in the past. Akira, a uh, previous guest of course has been an incredible connection for, yes. for the two of us um, in the the zine making world. So much great advice from Akira. Um, again, works at criminal records. Yeah, <laughs> We want to support them. <laughs> um, and so, uh, I think, w- when we started to kind of brainstorm other ideas, it made sense to kind of have some sort of umbrella. Yeah. For all the different ideas that we had. Because we, we still have other ideas that we are, are not going to mention on this podcast, yeah. but that are in the kind of uh, oven of creativity. <laughs> where <laughs> we are Where we are just trying to figure out what, what to do with them, but we have lots of things that we want to do together. Yeah. Right? And so, Um, It made sense for us to kind of have something to uh, throw all of that stuff under. Thus, uneven cartoon press was born, was born, which again, I love. I love the logo that you made. I love a good word balloon uh, in reference to comic books. Yes, of course. Um, And once we kind of had that, we knew that we had to make a zine. Yeah, that was like the next step. That was like uh, something that we knew was doable, that we. Uh, had had kind of a rough plan for. We knew that we could do like a twenty four page, almost like a variety show in yes. our minds, uh, but in print form. And we were like, it can be just stuff that we love. And so we we kind of started off with that premise. And so I think I, I want to ask you, how did we kind of land on the next kind of theme for it, which was kind of the deeper purpose of yeah. of mishmash because i think there of course it was fun to publish something together but we also wanted to like do something else
0: yes i feel like we, mo- we both might have different answers but same concepts sure um so i'd like to hear your answer too but for me with um uh, with mishmash the zine specifically we wanted to create something that like served a purpose like not only was it like fun interesting entertaining content but it was also something that people could look at and feel maybe a a little escape from the real real world, maybe just like a a little break, a nice deep breath, a moment of just, you know, chilling out. Um, And so that was where we kind of came up with, okay, let's make it all about how to stay positive throughout the year. For me, I've battled with depression and it's definitely hard to stay positive all throughout the year. Mm -hmm. In addition to not only like, family stuff, work stuff, life stuff, world stuff. It's just never ending. And so it's like we need to create like a little slice of safe, fun, good feels and good emotions. And so that's kind of where the concept came from.
1: Yeah. The the way that you just explained that is better than I ever could have. And so I love that. And you're just right. And I would I would just echo every every part of that. We just wanted to uh, we wanted to to combat seasonal depression, yeah. basically, because it's yes. hard. Uh, like we said, just staying positive all year round. And so because of that, once we kind of had that as the main premise behind the zine, we realized, oh, we should do seasonal yes. and do one for each season as a way to kind of have a different thing year round
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: to, to kind of give you that jump start, give you that little boost uh, at di- various points throughout the year. Um, and so... It made sense while we were doing this to start in kind of just our favorite season, which yeah. is fall, autumn. You know, um, so why? I want to just ask you straight up: Why is why is fall your favorite season? Why um, did we want to start in this season?
0: I've always loved fall. Here, I, I have to go back again to color palettes and yeah. like the way things look, and I just love the the tones of fall that sounds so silly they're but so it's nice true. Um, all of my favorite smells are fall all of my favorite foods are fall th- related things um, I just everything about fall is good and not to get like deep and sappy and emotional but like you know all of the trees fall all the leaves fall off the tree everything dies and then it's all gonna come back around mm-hmm. um, and it's something dying looking so beautiful OMG um, what is this Twilight yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um but no I just I love everything about it. It's a wonderful time of year. Um I feel like I also fell in love with you in the fall. Gross. Mm-hmm. Um so that definitely adds to it and I just feel like lots of good things happen for me in the fall.
1: Yeah, and and the weather feels nice. Like it's right when yes. it starts to get chilly. We live in here in Atlanta where the summers are brutal. Pretty brutal sometimes and so we've kind of just now started to feel the the fall weather. Like this past week has been amazing. Nice. It's felt so good. Um of course it's October. I love October. October is made for me. Yes. I've watched so many scary movies this year. Follow me on Instagram. I <laughs> I, I rate every movie I watch. Yes. At this point it's become a habit for me.
0: Honestly, you should have been born in October,
1: not November. I know. I was 1 month too late. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Too late. Um but yeah, also my birthday is in November, so part of the fall as well, which I'm not I'm not even a big birthday person. You're so not. <laughs> I I don't even really count that. I'm more like I love Halloween. I love uh, spooky stuff. I I love the colors as well like we, we love going up to the mountains uh, up, up in North Georgia. Um, and like around this time, it looks incredible. Yeah. And so <clears throat> we basically spent all summer kind of brainstorming. Fall. For, for we've been scene. in the fall
0: mindset for so long For like now. six months, <laughs> literally.
1: We've been like dreaming of fall. And so yeah. now that we're in it, it's, I'm like extra excited. I yes. feel like I've taken more advantage of the season now because we've been preparing for so long.
0: Yeah, it is nice. I'm really soaking it in.
1: And so I, I really enjoyed the the process of kind of us just bouncing ideas off of each other for the zine especially early on when we were just kind of like what are we doing like what do we want to do like what are what are things that we want to share with people that we like and um we pretty quickly came up with a good list of stuff like too much stuff yeah. that we eventually had to cut which you may or may not read eventually one day listeners yeah you won't, we won't tell it now but um I think it was really exciting to, to kind of just let our brains Go, just vomit, just yeah like, get
0: all get all the ideas out there,
1: which, yeah, which I talk about on on past episodes all the time, where it's like when I'm writing, that's what I'm trying to do is trying to just let my brain be go and vomit everywhere, <laughs> quite <laughs> literally, like just get the words out. That's a
0: good comic idea, your brain vomiting
1: <laughs> you're I'm rubbing off on you too much, <laughs> um, and so it was it, it's always more fun to do that with a person, yes. as well and, and get that immediate feedback of like, yeah, that's a fun idea. Because most of the time when I'm doing it in my head, I'm like, that's a dumb idea. (laughs) And so working with you was super fun because then we just got to encourage each other and be like, yeah, that's a great idea. We can also do this and like build off of each other as well. And so, um, of course, we don't want to spoil everything that's in Mishmash. We want you to check it out. Um, But there's a lot of stuff in there of of truly uh, a variety, whether it's like a story uh, that I wrote, uh, an interview with somebody that Brittany did that we really respect um, in the kind of writing world, um, we have friends in there. I think I think we can at the very least shout out our friends yes, that we did art to. because we want to highlight them. And that's something that we really also want to do for future zines as well. And so um, I'm okay uh, giving a little spoiler Spoiling. for us because it's a friend of the podcast. Yes, Seth McKay, Gotta one of shout one out. our best friends um, in the whole world who has yes. honestly been one of the only – I, I guess at this point the only repeat guest yeah. of S'more stories, so he will have that record for now.
0: Shout out to Seth!
1: <laughs> Big shout out to Seth. We always love Seth. Um, he has a two-page spread in the Zine. We wanted to give him space because we love Seth and because he is a genius when it comes to fantasy and uh, role-playing games storytelling. Storytelling, He's such a great storyteller. Um, and so uh, I won't spoil too much, but I'll say it's it's a, a reference to one of Seth's all-time favorite. Uh, books, uh, book series, um, and a little piece of his childhood. Nice. And that's very exciting. So big shout out to Seth. We want we want you to check out the uh, the zine, especially for that. But then we also have two friends who are great artists. Yeah. That we were able to uh, get to bless us with some <laughs> illustrations uh, for, uh, for various things in the book. Um, and so why don't you introduce uh, our friend? I'll let you introduce him, but I, I met yes. him through you.
0: Charlie this was very exciting for me because um, I have a really good friend Cody who I worked with at a retail job and we became really close really great friends and we've been through a lot together and we both kind of started falling in love with people at the same time me with you and him with Charlie Mm -hmm. and it was really cute to kind of compare our stories and watch each other kind of get smitten and just like be giddy together and it was so cute so of course I finally met Charlie fell in love with him he was wonderful and then found out he was an amazing freaking artist mm-hmm. and was just shook so obviously had to get him in the zine ask if he wanted to be a part of it just because he follows us on social media he's a great supporter of like everything
1: we do he's such a good encourager
0: yes he's such a good kind person both of them are and um so we just wanted to have his art featured for one of your short stories
1: and we yeah we were just like can you do anything we yeah. want you that we want you to be able to do whatever you want yeah, and we so, just
0: said, do some art, make something. Does any of this sound appealing to you? And we gave him a few different like topic, page ideas, whatever. And he was like, yes. So I'm stoked
1: about that. And he was sending me like sketches and stuff of, of ideas that I had, you know, written. And that felt just amazing. And seeing him put work in that looks so cool. Yes. And and of course, the finished product in the book looks
0: Stunned, just absolutely
1: crazy. We were talking about colors earlier. Yes, he knows colors. That is false. He is colors. so good at colors, and and you will see when you when you read the zine and see his his stuff. It's it looks so good. Um, and then of course our last friend that's in this, uh, we want to shout out Gina, yes. uh, who on, on Instagram goes by Gina Polina. Yeah, uh, we'll I'll, I'll put I'll put all their tags in um, in the show notes so you can check them out. Uh, of course, but um, Gina, I met. A couple years ago, when I worked in my previous job at an art school here in Atlanta, um, and she was uh, a graduate illustration student um, who I met. And we, we met uh, because I'd noticed her insulin pump. Yeah. <laughs> and as a fellow diabetic, we our eyes are drawn to these things. <laughs> we, we find them, and we became quickly diabuddies, <laughs> which is exactly how it sounds. We're just friends who are diabetic. And she was so incredibly kind and uh, very quickly told me uh, that she makes comics about diabetes and about like living with diabetes and and uh, as somebody who of course has had it for at this point over over ten years I think fifteen years almost yeah. um, like just hearing that was so cool and no like being able to relate to that uh, on a uh, on such a deep level uh, and not only that as a disease but as a creative <laughs> like yeah. being able to like uh, to bond over using that as, as a, a, a like a launch pad for creativity mm-hmm. and of course we've, we've remained in touch since i left that job and um she was the first person i thought of <laughs> when we were doing this scene i was like i have to i have to ask gina yes. because i love her style it's so cute it's so unique um she has uh, such a, a a way of like Building emotion in a—it's like
0: whimsical, in, carefree, but also emotional. Yeah,
1: aspect. whimsical is a good, is a great descriptor. She has a great whimsical style. Yeah, that just makes you feel good. It's like nostalgic. Yes, and uh, again, same with Charlie. She would, she a- agreed first of all when I sent her uh, kind of the request and and what we were looking for. And long story short, I wrote an essay that involves diabetes and and, and involves living with diabetes, um, and and wanted her to add something to it and add, add a a visual element to it. And it's incredible. (laughs) I love it so so much. Uh, there's a a, a little bit of me in there, (laughs) which feels weird saying, uh, but, It's it it looks so good. It's so cute. I look so cute. (laughs) She made me look so so adorable. (laughs) I don't know how else to say it.
0: (laughs) It's I love that. It's I mean, this is a little teaser, but it's like one of the first things in the zine. That's true. And I love that so much because it just greets you with this cute little Colby. It's so adorable. Um, I think as you were mentioning all those things, I was realizing how fun it was to be able to share things back and forth. Yes. So like you and Charlie messaging each other, he was sending you over um, different sketches and like you and Gina emailing back and forth. Um, it was just so fun to see. And like, we got so excited.
1: Every time I'd get a message from one of them, I'd be yes. like, Oh my God, Brittany, we got to check it look, out. Look,
0: look, And like, for me, it made me think of, um, so like throughout high school, I had a best friend, Kevin Chattel, shout out.
1: Big shout out. Um, we love Kevin.
0: The best. He and I were both on yearbook staff together and we both loved design and photography and just all sorts of creative stuff, we would send stuff back and forth and ask each other for feedback and hype each other up. And it was such a specific bond that I don't really have now, but like I do now have it with you, of course. Mm -hmm. And now with everybody else that's been in the zine, it's like that idea of like sending things back and forth and sharing and being like, Hey, what do you think? Can you help me with this? And like have that creative space to just kind of be, it's so fun and energizing.
1: Yes. It's, it's the best feeling because you're, you're getting that dose of serotonin, Each time you you get to communicate with a fellow artist who is like, you're working together, you're creating something fun together. Um, And we definitely don't want this to be the last time you see any of their art. We want you to, of course, follow them. But we also want to do more stuff with them down the road, whether it's whether it's in a mishmash or whether we do a whole other project with these artists, like in in various ways. We want to keep working with them. Um, And in the same in the same note, we want to work with other people. As well, we've got. uh, Of course, we're. This is our first scene of a seasonal cycle. We've got three more we want to do.
0: Yeah, which means we've
1: got pages.
0: We got pages to fill, baby.
1: Pages to fill, and of course, we're gonna have our own stuff. I I can't not write at this point in my life. I love writing stories. It's it's why I started this this whole podcast is to talk about (laughs) stories and write stories. And so we're gonna have our own stuff in there for sure. But like we said, we honestly the one of the best parts about this whole process has been highlighting other people. And getting to work with other cool, creative people that also are just our friends. Yes. And we want to make more friends Back as well. And so if you're listening and you're uh, maybe an, uh, an artist uh, or an illustrator or a writer and, you know, is interested in submitting something or working with us in various ways, we welcome it.
0: Yes, please. Let us know. We
1: want to work with you because this just the act of putting stuff out there in the world has been so uh, fulfilling even though it was so scary. yeah, <laughs> And so we love the idea of helping other people bring that to, to life as well. And uh, a previous guest, Akira, does the same thing with her press, Wildstar Press. Like They want to really highlight other people and bring other artists into the fold as well, as well as, of course, do their own stuff, too. Akira is so talented. What a great yes. writer. Um, but we also want to do the same thing. We want to bring other people into the mix, help them get their work out there, uh, and really highlight it, whether it's in Mishmash or in another zine or in another podcast or any other ideas that we have down the road. Um, so that's just a, a call to action, yeah, to people that was great. to people listening. We want you to hit us up because we're already hard at work uh, at the Winter Zine. Um, we're we're in the brainstorming process again. It's October. We got a couple months to work on it. Um, we've started on a few things for it, but we also are open to to possibilities as well, right?
0: definitely open to possibilities i'm excited i as you were talking and making it was making me feel very giddy and i was like oh my god all of these different people are going to be connected and then i was like oh, we should make a discord and then my juices were all getting rolled i was i was going somewhere when you were saying all that. It's not a bad idea um so yeah that just sparked a couple of other ideas in my head um i just like the idea of community mm-hmm. um and that made me feel all warm and fuzzy we're
1: building a, l- a little web of creative people yes which is fun uh building connections and meeting other weirdos is the best feeling and that's i think what we've noticed uh, that we've enjoyed most out of this process is just getting to know other people um getting to like get our zine in a cool shop like criminal we 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 made our pit stop earlier this week uh, of course we're greeted by akira um, yes. and now we've got our zine in the coolest shop in atlanta
0: yes i still can't believe it i feel like the coolest person ever. I was texting my best friend the other day and she was like, I don't want to hear you ever say that you're not cool ever again. And I was like, God, you're so right. I'm the coolest ever.
1: You are the coolest (laughs) ever. I, I second that. Thanks. Um, I think I, I, am so excited. Uh, we will of course give updates. On, on the process on what's coming up next uh, for for mishmash for the winter zine of course but give us a follow we have an uneven cartoon press uh, instagram where we'll post updates we'll post um, hopefully some behind the scenes stuff yes. as well because the process is very fun and we want to share the process with everybody else too because again it can be intimidating and we want to make it sound not intimidating yes. that's the whole point of this process uh, of this podcast as well because i just want people to write i just want yeah. people to tell stories chill out have fun chill out have fun that's the that's the full uh, motto of this first issue mm-hmm. uh, of Mishmash. It's on the back. Yes, it's <laughs> so on the it's back. So it's official.
0: It was also on a sticky note written on my desk because I kept overthinking things and stressing out. And Colby was like, Brittany, this is supposed to be fun. We're supposed to be having fun. We're doing this to have fun. Nobody's so, making us do this. Yeah, this is, we <laughs> we're did this choosing at heart. to do we're this. We're choosing to do this. This needs to be fun. We need to use this time to make ourselves feel great. And I changed my mindset and chilled out and had fun.
1: And now we feel great. Yeah. Now we did something. We were literally like looking at the zine ahead uh, in front of us right now. It looks amazing. It feels good. It feels paper quality. We had to choose the paper quality for everything as well. Um, the whole process was just great. And so we we, we just want to encourage people to get stuff out there. Like you can make a zine. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that difficult. We want to stress that. Yeah. It, it's the, the act of creating something. Yes, that is hard. Difficult, scary. Getting started, that's hard. Making a zine, you can just print that shit out. Yes. And you got a staple.
0: Good to go, baby.
1: You can make your own zine yeah. if you want to just fold a piece of paper. YouTube it. Yes, you can make a, really a cool, cool zine. Tutorial. There's yeah, a
0: super cool tutorial for you to make a zine out of an eight and a half by eleven page. All it requires is some folds and a cut, um, and you can make any zine you
1: want. So we we definitely just want to encourage people to make stuff. And if you're if you're curious about more, if you have more questions about our process, hit us up. Yeah. We want to make friends. We already said that. <laughs> um, and, and so when we talk about storytelling. Uh, I do always want to ask every guest, like, what what makes a good story for you?
0: I need everybody to understand that I have been thinking about my answer for this question for as long as this podcast has been going. You're the best. You're the best fan. <laughs> because I listen to every single episode and I hear every single person's answer. And they're all great answers. Um, there's I, no, I, we there's, should there's no wrong answer. There is no wrong answer. Yeah, there's no wrong answer. Yes. I have my answer. Other people have theirs. Yes. Um, but I I know what makes a great story to me
1: is And that's what I'm asking.
0: Yes to you. Is feelings and emotion. For me, I need to feel something. So if I'm watching a comedy, I need to feel hysterical laughing. If I'm watching a drama, I need to feel like that sweaty suspense. If I'm watching a thriller, I need to be on the edge of my seat. If I'm watching something sad, I want to cry. Like I want to feel my emotions. I am somebody who it took me a really long time to understand and appreciate feeling my emotions. Mm-hmm. So now I absolutely embrace it. And I there's nothing I love more than just like if I'm having a time, sitting down, putting on The Big Sick, and just crying my <laughs> goddamn eyes out. Shout <laughs> out
1: to The Big Sick. God,
0: what a good movie. Um, but like that's just who I am. I know I can rely on... Movies to make me feel emotions and stories and it doesn't have to be a movie. It can be a book. It can be a freaking video game yep. um, It can be anything as long as i'm feeling something then it's got to be a good story.
1: I love that. I think Emotion is such a big part of uh, of the storytelling process and, and the process of being with you in the last five years has helped me Become more <laughs> in touch with my own emotions and, um, and And I love that it makes me more invested in a story and and that makes the enjoyment level that much better. Um and, and <clears throat> I especially love watching a movie with you that I've already seen. <laughs> that I know where I'm like
0: You can look at me and see how I'm gonna react. Like I
1: know what point Brittany's gonna either cry at or get mad at or like <laughs> cheer at. And that is the best feeling when it happens. Yeah. Like and, and the I think the best example that I can think of in a movie that we've watched together, I think now multiple times. Um, was everything everywhere all at once. Oh, again, I've done an episode about about this movie. <laughs> go back and listen movie. to it. But I I remember I saw it in theaters first alone, which happens all the time. I love going yes. to movies alone. This wasn't a slight to Britney, I promise. <laughs> yeah, no, this is normal. Um, and then immediately it was like, "Oh my god, Britney has to see this movie." And also, I need to see it again. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, like the next day or 2 days later or whatever, I brought Britney to the theater to go see it. And Hit every emotion that Ooh, I knew was gonna hit buddy. and it felt so good because it was I was hitting the same emotions. Yes. And
0: you were just watching. There were some times where I could feel you looking like waiting, being like, Okay, it's about to happen. Brittany's about to fucking lose her shit. But it's so
1: good too. <laughs> and and a movie like that, a story like that, of course, like really builds the emotion, but that can happen in in any property, any medium. Like you said, video games. We played The Last of Us sequel together. So good. This year, I think. Yeah. And that story is unreal. Yep. Like it's so good. The writing is so good. The characters are so good. Um, and and you had emotional reactions to that stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. And it was like video game dialogue. That was going to be one of my story spoilers.
1: <laughs> That's okay. Spoiling. We can get to that. Um, before but, we get to story spoilers okay. though, we have one course of action. Oh. And that is spontaneous topics. Oh shit! Yeah. Or, as I've spawn, been calling to- it, spawn topics.
0: <laughs> I was listening to your last episode all on the way home, and I I ended it right about when you were explaining spawn topics,
1: and I was I like, I need to I have a off. little jingle for spawn topics. Spawn topics, exactly something like that, but not that was, hot topics, not like, hot yeah, po- hot Hot topics is what I said. Oh my god, yes, uh, we'll come up with something. Okay. We'll cons- we'll consult Evan McHugh, the, Evan. the composer guy. of, of uh, the intro music. Um, but like with every guest, you have to submit immediately off the top of your head and i love that you're saying damn it because that means you're unprepared
0: i am mean, unpre- and i should have known i i'm the biggest fan exactly
1: okay no this is what i want though i want it to be something i don't want you to think about it i want it to be just a word or a phrase okay i'm gonna give you five seconds i'm so, not even gonna give you a full, a full like <laughs> five there four, three, two, okay one. i have
0: it i have okay. it stolen halloween candy
1: hell yeah okay <laughs> There's sometimes a- you just got to be a little a little mean on the podcast sometimes. Yes, don't want me you can Thank you. That's a great one. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, okay. Now, yeah, back to story spotlights. Back to being being nice. I love you. <laughs> love you. <laughs> um, let's do some story spotlights. Yeah. Of course, check out Mishmash.
0: Yes. Duh. Mishmash is going to be the story that's spotlight. That's the ultimate.
1: This is the story spotlight of the episode officially. Yes. But, of course, we're going to have other things for you. But um we worked hard on Mishmash. We, we yes. want you to see it. The cover looks amazing. Of, of course, done by Brittany. The colors look so good. Yes.
0: Can I just say what the cover is? Because of course. I explained it to somebody yeah. and they had no idea. Yeah. So I went through magazines and I cut out little shapes of all different colors and patterns that just kind of spoke to me. And then I arranged them all myself into like this cool, trippy little collage. Mm-hmm. It's like it a mosaic. Was, yeah, it's like a mosaic. And it was one of the most satisfying things i've ever done i felt so satisfied and it looks amazing and it looks really sick and when i explained that to my coworker, she was like oh my god
1: you put so much work
0: into it yeah love it and then the back is also one of my faves cut out letters um on just like a trippy background and again Mm. like all these weird old magazines colby had gotten me some i had had some from when i used to work at the um doctor's office like all sorts of stuff
1: yeah get mishmash
0: get mishmash come on
1: what is your other story spotlight
0: should we tell them where to get Mit, mit- Oh yeah, mit- of course. <laughs> let's
1: let's let's get that out of the way. Of course, if you want a physical copy, you can go to Criminal Records here in Atlanta. If you're local, um, you can also b- ask us if you're local. Just you know, you can also just shoot us a DM. Yeah, yeah that's always text us, hit us up. We'll get you a zine if yes. you want a zine if you want to pick it up. Um, but if you're out of state or out of the country, well, let's yeah. stick with it out of the country right now. I mean, uh, it depends. We don't know. We'll figure it out. We do have a shop front, a digital shop front um, on Ko-fi. Of course, I think I, it's Kofi. Kofi, I don't know. Whatever. We don't. We, neither of us know. <laughs> I think it's Kofi. I'll, I'll go Kofi. I'll, I'll let you be right. Thanks. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we have a Kofi page, and uh, of course that link is going to be in the show notes. But it's also on our Instagram as well, um, where you can place an order, and we will sh- pop that shit in the mail. Yeah. And Send it right to you, um, which is really exciting. Also, because it's like this who uses legit. who uses mail anymore? Yeah. What is this like the fifties?
0: Yeah. I love
1: it. It's great. It's great. We're so excited. So uh, definitely use that. Um, you can also use that to place an order. Uh, if you are local and want to do a pickup option as well, uh, you can use a code, which feels very, very fun yes. to be able to say. And you can use the code BESTIE, all caps, B-E-S-T-I-E, <laughs> um, at checkout. Uh, and that'll kind of do away with the, the shipping cost. And and we'll we'll get you a zine. So yes. there's multiple multiple ways to get it. Of course, we want you to go check out Criminal. It's always fun. Buy yourself, some, an, yeah. Buy yourself another zine. Get a record. They've got a lot of cool shit there. Exactly, exactly. Um, but just hit us up. For sure. We'll get you one. Now. Now. Now we can move on. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. What's your story spotlight?
0: Um. Okay. So, well, spoily from before, we had started talking about The Last of Us because when I was thinking about what my story spotlights were going to be, I was like, okay, I know obviously I have, I have like plenty of movies and TV shows and all that, but I was like, I want to do something different, and I love. There's a couple of video games I've played in the last couple of years. Um, I'm not. I'm glad a, that I've helped you get into video games I know. also. Yeah, seriously. The last couple of years that have really, really spoke to me. And, of course, one of them was The Last of Us. That was just incredible. The storytelling, the gameplay, the like – I felt like I was watching a TV show. Like I was just like, let's go sit down and watch Watch The Last of Us. Um, and then, of course, obviously they made the TV
1: show and it was fantastic. Yeah, the show was great too. Um, That's a recommendation, Mm, yes, as well for sure, sure. of course.
0: Um, But yeah, so that was incredible. Um, Another game that actually, when I was talking about um, what I think makes a good story, talking about emotions and stuff, I thought of this game. It was Stray. Yeah. On PlayStation, is it on? Maybe it's on other stuff now. But I think it's
1: on multiple stuff now. Okay,
0: cool. Yeah, because it was originally only PlayStation and PC. Mm -hmm. Um, But Stray is a game about a cat, and it's in like a post-apocalyptic kind of futuristic world. Oh, man, that one really got me. I cried. We
1: we're, we're, we mentioned earlier we have two cats. Yes. Oh, yes. We have got Cosmo <laughs> so we and are, Gus. So we are invested in, in cat content.
0: Yes. Cosmo and Gus. I mean, who doesn't know about Cosmo and Gus? If you know me and Colby, you know about Cosmo we and Gus. We
1: talk about them all the time. We look for excuses to bring up in, con- in conversation. Uh, I have two stories on my Instagram about them right now, <laughs> currently as we speak, <laughs> of yeah. them just being cute. We are those, we are that couple. Who would have guessed that this would be me? (laughs) I know, honestly, though. Um, I have a shirt that says Cat Daddy on it. (laughs) Yeah. And I wear it in public. Regularly. Regularly, yeah. It's a great shirt. It is a good shirt. Um,
0: But yes, so definitely Stray and The Last of Us as far as video games go because Mm -hmm. I think everybody's, I think there's a lot of people in the world still that haven't realized that like video games aren't what people think
1: like they've caught up.
0: Yeah. Like this is a whole new ball game mm-hmm. and like so much so that like I like to watch my favorite streamers streamer. There's only really one I love Um, playing a video game that is like a story based game so that I can watch the story and the streamer reacting to the story. Sure. Um, And of course that's Julian Solomita. Gotta love him. Uh, He's a
1: listener. <laughs> what if I got him as a guest? I would. How much would you freak out? I
0: would absolutely lose my mind in the best way possible. I'll shoot him an email. Just cause I absolutely adore him. But anyway, um, Oh yes. And then the last one is going to be a TV show and this might be like over recommended and whatever, but that's fine. The Bear. Mm. I I want to watch it again. Like I <laughs> feel like I need to watch it again. It is so good and I've never felt so appreciated appreciated and understood despite the fact that I am not in the like food industry at all. I work as a retail manager and I think my job is very underestimated and I think nobody really understands what I do for a living. Yeah. And it was so cool to see a job that everybody just kind of takes advantage of, like doesn't realize how much effort it takes,
1: how stressful, how stressful it it can be, How how everything can go wrong. Yeah.
0: How hands on it is, how it really does take all of your energy. Like you're performing a theater show for eight hours a day um and so watching the bear i was like oh my god like somebody understands me like i'm finally feeling seen and heard and um not of course i've absolutely loved jeremy <laughs> allen white and then season two i'm like <laughs> listen
1: um we're big molly gordon fans here, here at the more stories podcast in molly the studio
0: gordon might be one of the cutest people i've seen in the last five years on planet earth and
1: she's honestly blowing up in 2023 i know I'm she's so popped funny. up in so many things theater camp uh, she, she's just so talented. She's so cute. And yeah, I, I mean, obviously, we watched <laughs> The Bear together. I will second this recommendation. It's so good. It's, it is And incredible. it's short, too. Like, episodes are short. They're very lean. They are. They tell, like, very self-contained stories. Mm-hmm. But uh, which still is cool. kind of But as a part of ongoing. a longer, ongoing narrative, where each episode kind of ends on a cliffhanger sometimes and like yeah. it, it it really does it gets super intense you get super invested in the characters they're really likable the writing is also just top-notch and, and yeah I've I've got like very limited experience in the food industry and so I can't speak to a lot of the experience uh, that happens on the show but I feel like I can because yeah. I'm so invested Where I'm like, yeah, I can totally like run a a beef shop in Chicago. I'm from Chicago a little bit, so a little bit, meaning you were
0: born there. I was
1: born in the suburbs of Chicago. I was not I was (laughs) not born in Chicago. Yeah. Um, Don't even try to claim it. No, I won't. But yeah, check out the bear. It's it's an FX show. FX makes tons of high quality shows. It's on Hulu. Check it out. For sure. And yes, we can do a rewatch soon. I'm down. Okay, good. It'll be great. We can do that soon. Um, My recommendation is just an easy one. Uh, In my uh, last episode with uh, Evan, I mentioned that I had been reading like nothing but uh, One Piece, the manga, (laughs) for the last like month. Um, I'm still reading a little bit of that. (laughs) I'm I'm falling off a little bit. Not because it's bad, but because I need to spread my wings a little bit and read some other things. It probably gets old after a hot second. It honestly... Does and it doesn't because it's nice to have kind of just something that's ongoing that I can just read kind of nonstop until I fall asleep you don't next have to, to feel you. Like you have to jump back into it <laughs> exactly like and so there is a, a a nice aspect to that, but I have all my books just staring at me. Yeah,
0: you have a begging. Your to be read stack is three bookshelves long. It's intimidating. Like, we have we have an entire shelf dedicated to books that you have not read yet. Yes. I know people post on TikTok like they're, oh, this is my to-be-read stack and it's like eight books. No, come to my apartment and let me show you Colby's to-be-read shelves. <laughs>
1: yes. And so I have, in the past like a week or so, I've, I've started to branch back out yes. to read some other stuff. And so I, I want to recommend a, a really cool comic that I read uh, this past week called Shanghai Red which is written by Christopher Sabella um, with art by Joshua Hickson. Um, Sabella, uh, Christopher Sabella is a really talented writer. He's written uh, a ton of comics. He's pretty prolific in, in in that, in like the independent comics scene, um, which I love. And this story Shanghai red is kind of a, a period piece uh, that begins on a, on a boat and it's a revenge story. Um, And it's, I don't normally love like historical stories, but when you give it a bunch of style, and the artist uh, Joshua Hickson really like kills it with the the moodiness of it. It's very dark, uh, like literally like <laughs> using a lot of dark inks, <laughs> uh, and then the primary color uh, is red.
0: Oh, I love when comics do that.
1: Like there are other colors uh, throughout, and yeah, but and, you can tell what the primary colors. But it's done very smartly. Like there is really uh, intention. Behind the coloring, which I love in comic books, that's like one of my absolute favorite things. And so, um, I think when you can tell a story while primarily using just one color Mm -hmm. to like get your tone and get your point across, that's so cool. It's so uh, impressive. And uh, this comic is just one volume; like, it's not an ongoing series. I think it was five issues, and then it's done. You get one story, self-contained, and quite the opposite of One Piece, where it's just literally kind of going on forever. Um, And so definitely if you want kind of a quick read, uh, check out Shanghai Red. It's really cool. Nice. I always like to ask our guests toward the end, any advice for for people listening to, uh, specifically to unlock the secret of creativity?
0: Okay. Yes. I was actually thinking about this recently, not because of the pod, just because... Um, I was trying to give like a little pep talk to my best friend. Yeah, Um, It is okay to create things and not put them out there for the world. It is okay to make things that are just for you. Mm -hmm. Whether that's a doodle you drew on a piece of paper to you bust out the watercolors and you're just messing around. You like not every work of art is something that needs to be shared on social media. And I think it's important to understand that because we start to create stuff with the thought of other people looking at it, Mm -hmm. the thought of other people seeing it. And you shouldn't be creating with that. uh, I shouldn't be creating with that mindset. I don't want to speak for anybody else. But for me, like, I need to create with the mindset of, no, what do I want to do? Not what do they want to see? Because who the fuck cares about them? They're nothing. I mean, I love my friends, but you know what I mean. Like, creating is about what I want and what I want to put on the paper or what I want to type on the keyboard or Mm -hmm. what I want to, you know. So for me, it's just like – it's just for you. It doesn't have to be for everybody in the world. It's okay to just make something, have it. You love it, cool. You hate it, cool. Try again.
1: Make something for the enjoyment of it. And if you do it a lot, you're going to get better at it. Yes. And it's going to become easier. Um, I have noticed this in the last like week or so with with writing these little short stories. They don't sound intimidating to me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like I look forward to the process of somebody choosing a topic. They're kind of like, oh, I get now I get to like do a little bit of brainstorming, do a little Another bit of writing. One. And it doesn't seem like such a daunting uh, prospect anymore. And Um, and so you're right. You kind of just got to do it for yourself and, and and do it for the enjoyment of it. Um, I think that's, that's incredible advice. And there are countless stories that I've written that nobody's going to (laughs) read, uh, because they're just not very good and they don't need to be for, for public consumption, but writing them got it out of my system. Yeah. I became better in some way from it. And so I think that's, that's such good advice. And, um, I don't know if I need to even add anything to that. I think that's great. Um, uh, of course, we mentioned earlier, follow Uneven Cartoon Press please. Um, on Instagram. That's where we kind of do a lot of our updates. Um, you can follow either one of us uh, for other updates as well. Cat pictures. Cat pictures, of course. Uh, your handle is Brittany. Yes, it's
0: B-B-R-I-T-T-N-E-E.
1: Yes, you do have weird spelling. I'm sorry. Shout out to my mom.
0: Love you, Jacqueline. Yes.
1: So, yeah, follow us. We we will be around. And please, if you have interest in working with us for future issues of mishmash we were not kidding when we were saying that we we are looking forward to working with other people um so don't be strangers we're here yeah, for you please anything else
0: um love you
1: is that to me or to the audience
0: to the audience love you
1: that one was to you okay okay okay, okay. we're fine now <laughs> but we're about to we're about to argue on air we're
0: about to bye yeah
1: i'm so glad to, to have done this <laughs> with you I'm so glad to have done a zine with you. I'm so glad to have done a book with you. I can't wait to create more things with you. It's gonna be a blast. And I, I have nothing but excitement about our future. Um and I hope everybody else is excited too, because we're gonna get some cool shit out there.
0: Yeah. Thank you. I'm I'm really proud of us. I'm really proud of you. And I'm really excited for what we can do in the future. And we're just gonna keep on keeping on and have fun.
1: We're gonna chill out and have some fun. Yeah. Can't wait. Well, Stay toasty out there.
0: See you around the campfire.